The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. We're up to the middle of the second week of Advent. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Wednesday, December 13th, 2023, Wednesday of the second week of Advent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle two. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. And this is the memorial of St. Lucy, virgin and martyr. Unfortunately, Lucy's history has been lost. All we really know for certain is that she lived in Syracuse, lost her life during the persecution of Christians in the early fourth century. But there are legends, and one that has passed the test of time tells the story of a young Christian woman who vowed to live her life in service of Christ. Her mother tried to arrange a marriage for her with a pagan, and Lucy knew her mother could not be swayed by a young girl's vow, so she devised a plan to convince her mother that Christ was the better partner for life. After several prayers at the tomb of St. Agatha, Lucy saw the saint in a dream. Agatha told Lucy her mother's illness would be cured through faith, which Lucy used to persuade her mother to give the dowry money to the poor and allow her to commit her life to God. Unfortunately, the rejected bridegroom was deeply angered and betrayed Lucy's faith to the governor. The governor attempted to force her into defilement at a brothel, but the guards who came to take her away were unable to move her, even after hitching her to a team of oxen. St. Lucy was eventually martyred. St. Lucy, patroness of blindness, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that people living with disabilities may be at the center of attention in society and that institutions may offer inclusive programs which value their active participation. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me, I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. In the Gospel for our Mass today, Wednesday of the second week of Advent, We read that Jesus said to the crowds, Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is easy and my burden light. It can often be good to read our gospel passages in in context. What's happening in the 11th chapter of Matthew's Gospel, what's the context in which Jesus said these words, what's historically happening in the ministry 
but also at times when the church presents us with these more popular gospels, particularly when they're shorter in nature, and it just simply begins with, Jesus said, we can take the time to reflect on it simply as, this is what Jesus said for me. He said in a particular historical setting, absolutely, there's a certain context in the gospel. But also we can just reflect on, Jesus said this. Jesus who I love, Jesus who is God, my Savior, he said this. It's kind of like when when a child goes uh, to friends and said, well, my dad said, right? It doesn't, doesn't matter the context in which dad said it, and oftentimes it could be out of context, right? My mom said, I need to do this. Okay, it's a, it's a definitive statement. And we can take those with a certain authority. And the context, while it's nice to look at, in some cases, doesn't matter. Jesus said this. Jesus said, come to me. He invites us, every single one of us, to come to him. He wants us to be with him. Jesus said, come to me. And so when we go to him, when we try to find our rest ultimately in him, when we want to grow in discipleship, in in following him, we want to be more like Jesus. Well, it's because he said it. You said, come to me. A number of years ago, uh, one of the missionaries that works on my university campus was traveling. And so I said to him, when you get home safe, call me. He was traveling. There was going to be snow. It's possible there were some delayed flights. The roads may have been icy as he was driving back home. And so I said, when you get home safe, call me. And at 1.30 in the morning, my phone rings. You pick it up because when the phone rings at 1.30 in the morning, it's probably pretty important in an emergency. And it was just him. And he said, hey, Father, I want to let you know I got home safe. You said to call you. He said, thanks. Thank you very much. I, thanks for taking me so, so literally. But he did. You said to do this, and so I'm doing it. Well, Jesus said, come to me. He wants us to go to him. And there's no burden. There's no trouble. There's no state we're in. There's no prerequisite that we got to get to a certain level and then we can go to Jesus. No, Jesus just wants us to go to him. He's inviting us. And specifically, he wants to give us rest. That Jesus wants us to find our rest in him. He knows that at times we are laboring and that we are burdened. And it could be so easy to find our rest in all kinds of other places. But Jesus wants us to ultimately find our rest in him. Jesus, you're inviting us. You want us to come to you, Jesus. You said it. You said, come to me. And so when I come to you and I am tired and I don't necessarily have all of the, the best emotional readiness to give myself in a deep and lasting prayer, but Jesus, today I'm just tired and I'm in a bit of a bad mood or I'm really busy. And I don't know if I'm in the best place to pray right now. But you said it, Jesus. You said come to you. So here I am. And so no matter what state I may find myself in when I come to you, you invited me, Jesus. And so here I am. Because you want to give me 
rest. Jesus wants to give each of us true rest, real deep peace. There's a difference between forms of leisure and relaxing that when we finish them, we actually haven't rested. We've maybe been distracted for a little while, and modern media is spectacular for this, that we can watch hours and hours of television shows or go doom-scrolling through Instagram or TikTok or YouTube and just video after video, and at the end of the time, we don't feel refreshed. It's We're, we're more tired than we began often. Well, Jesus, you don't want us you you see that we we are going and trying to find our our relaxation in the wrong places we are not being nourished spiritually emotionally or psychologically when we go down those roads you want to give us a real rest you want to give us that peace of our souls in union with you not just distraction not just momentary entertainment, but real, true rest, real peace. And that's the invitation that you make for us, Jesus, that we find our real rest in you. No matter how busy we may be, no matter how many other things are going on, that we find our, our rest, our peace, ultimately in you, Jesus and not seeking distractions in other things. But this category of rest is not meant to just be a breather, right? It's not just a water break. It's not just uh, a momentary uh, take a break and then get back out there. Rather, the rest that you want to give us, Jesus, is abiding, that it's an abiding peace with you. In his little book, The Way of the Disciple, Erasmo Leva Merikakis reflects on this rest, and he says, true, Jesus gives us rest, but we must be clear that such rest is totally different from resting up in order to get back to the daily toils of life, different too from recreation or distraction or vacationing, all of which are ordered to getting back to the serious part of life. It seems to me that this rest for our souls is intended by Jesus to be a real and genuine state of life, a natural condition in which a child of God habitually exists and not just a passing phase of recovery. That Jesus, you want us to have this deep and abiding rest with you. And so a good question can be, when we spend these 10 minutes with you, Jesus, as we talk to you throughout the day, is this just kind of a passing break for us? Or is this setting the tone for the entire day? We may spend 10 minutes with you in prayer, Jesus, but what do we do with the other 1,430 minutes of the day? Are they for you as well? Are all of them our time with you? This and maybe an out loud meditation but are all the rest of our time just resting in you? And then we could do all of the daily tasks, but we do them in union with you, Jesus. That's the rest you want to give us. Way better than distraction or momentary entertainment. And so, Jesus, you'd say this. You said it to us. 
come to me. And so here we come. We're coming to you with whatever we have, wherever we are in life. And you give us this true and lasting rest. And as always, Jesus, as we come to you, Our Lady leads us and guides us every step of the way. Mary, pray for us that we may find this rest in the heart of Jesus. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's plenty more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. This day of prayer begins in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's the Memorial of St. Lucy, Virgin and Martyr. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this liturgical day now as we join with the whole church in prayer. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And and my my mouth will proclaim your praise. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in His hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to Him. The dry land, too, for it was formed by his hands. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. 
When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King, Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. We groan, we groan in, in pain as we, as we await, await the redemption of our bodies. I said, I will be watchful of my ways, for fear I should sin with my tongue. I will put a curb on my lips when the wicked man stands before me. I was dumb, silent, and still. His prosperity stirred my grief. My heart was burning within me. At the thought of it, the fire blazed up and my tongue burst into speech. O Lord, you have shown me my end. How short is the length of my days. Now I know how fleeting is my life. You have given me a short span of days. My life is as nothing in your sight. A mere breath, the man who stood so firm. A mere shadow, the man passing by. A mere breath, the riches he hoards, not knowing who will have them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let me not weep in vain. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let me not weep in vain. And now, Lord, what is there to wait for? In you rests all my hope. Set me free from all my sins. Do not make me the taunt of the fool. I was silent, not opening my lips, because this was all your doing. Take away your scourge from me. I am crushed by the blows of your hand. You punish man's sin and correct him. Like the moth, you devour all he treasures. Mortal man is no more than a breath. O Lord, hear my prayer. O Lord, turn your ear to my cry. 
Do not be deaf to my tears. In your house I am a passing guest, a pilgrim, like all my fathers. Look away that I may breathe again before I depart to be no more. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Through your Son you taught us, Father, not to be fearful of tomorrow, but to commit our lives to your care. Do not withhold your Spirit from us, but help us find a life of peace after these days of trouble. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me not weep in vain. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. Why do you boast of your wickedness, you champion of evil, planning ruin all day long, your tongue like a sharpened razor, you master of deceit? You love evil more than good, lies more than truth. You love the destructive word, you tongue of deceit. For this, God will destroy you and remove you forever. He will snatch you from your tent and uproot you from the land of the living. The just shall see and fear. They shall laugh and say, So this is the man who refused to take God as his stronghold, but trusted in the greatness of his wealth and grew powerful by his crimes. But I am like a growing olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the goodness of God forever and ever. I will thank you forevermore, for this is your doing. I will proclaim that your name is good in the presence of your friends. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you cut down the unfruitful branch for burning and prune the fertile to make it bear more fruit. Make us grow like laden olive trees in your domain, firmly rooted in the power and mercy of your Son, so that you may gather from us fruit worthy of eternal life. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I have known tribulations and distress. But But in in your commands, I have have found consolation. From the book of the prophet Isaiah. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will provide for all peoples a feast of rich food and choice wines, juicy, rich food and pure, choice wines. On this mountain, he will destroy the veil that veils all peoples, the web that is woven over all nations. He will destroy death forever. The Lord God will wipe away the tears from all faces. The reproach of his people he will remove from the whole earth, for the Lord has spoken. On that day it will be said, Behold our God, to whom we looked to save us. This is the Lord for whom we looked. Let us rejoice and be glad that he has saved us. For the hand of the Lord will rest on this mountain, but Moab will be trodden down as a straw is trodden down in the mire. He will stretch forth his hands in Moab as a swimmer extends his hands to swim. 
He will bring low their pride as his hands sweep over them. The high-walled fortress he will raise and strike it down level with the earth, with the very dust. On that day, they will sing this song in the land of Judah. A strong city have we. He sets up walls and ramparts to protect us. Open up the gates to let in a nation that is just, one that keeps faith, a nation of firm purpose. You keep in peace, in peace, for it trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever. For the Lord is an eternal rock. He humbles those in high places, and the lofty city he brings down. He tumbles it to the ground, levels it with the dust. It is trampled underfoot by the needy, by the footsteps of the poor. The word of the Lord. I heard a voice proclaiming from the throne, Now God has a dwelling place among men and he will live with them. They They will will be be his people, and and he, their their God, God, will be be with with them. The Lord will cast down death forever and wipe the tears from every face. They They will be his people, and and he, their their God, God, will be be with with them. From the book On Virginity by St. Ambrose Bishop You are one of God's people, of God's family a virgin among virgins. You light up your grace of body with your splendor of soul. More than others, you can be compared to the church. When you are in your room then, at night, think always on Christ and wait for his coming at every moment. This is the person Christ has loved in loving you, the person he has chosen in choosing you. He enters by the open door, He has promised to come in and he cannot deceive. Embrace him, the one you have sought. Turn to him and be enlightened. Hold him fast. Ask him not to go in haste. Beg him not to leave you. The word of God moves swiftly. He is not won by the lukewarm, nor held fast by the negligent. Let your soul be attentive to his word. Follow carefully the path God tells you to take, for he is swift in his passing. What does his bride say? I sought him and did not find him. I called him and he did not hear me. Do not imagine that you are displeasing to him, although you have called him, asked him, opened the door to him, and that this is the reason why he has gone so quickly. No, for he allows us to be constantly tested. When the crowds pressed him to stay, what does he say in the gospel? I must preach the word of God to other cities because I have been sent for that. But even if it seems to you that he has left you, go out and seek him once more. Who but the Holy Church is to teach you how to hold Christ fast? Indeed, she has already taught you, if you only understood her words in Scripture. How short a time it was when I left them before I found him whom my soul has loved. I held him fast, and I will not let him go. How do we hold him fast, not by restraining chains or knotted ropes, but by bonds of love, by spiritual reins, by the longing of the soul? If you also, like the bride, wish to hold him fast, seek him and be fearless of suffering. It is often easier, 
to find him in the midst of bodily torments in the very hands of persecutors. His bride says, How short a time it was after I left them. In a little space, after a brief moment, when you have escaped from the hands of your persecutors without yielding to the powers of this world, Christ will come to you, and he will not allow you to be tested for long. Whoever seeks Christ in this way and finds him can say, I held him fast, and I will not let him go before I bring him into my mother's house, into the room of her who conceived me. What is this house, this room, but the deep and secret places of your heart? Maintain this house, sweep out its secret recesses until it becomes immaculate and rises as a spiritual temple for a holy priesthood, firmly secured by Christ, the cornerstone, so that the Holy Spirit may dwell in it. Whoever seeks Christ in this way, whoever prays to Christ in this way, is not abandoned by him. On the contrary, Christ comes again and again to visit such a person, for he is with us until the end of the world. The grace of the Lord gave her strength in the battle, and she was glorified before God and man. In the presence of the prince, she spoke with wisdom. And, and therefore, therefore the, the Lord, Lord of heaven and earth has loved her. She is the virgin who prepared a joyful home for God in her heart. And, and therefore, therefore the, the Lord, Lord of heaven and earth has loved her. Let us pray. May the glorious intercession of the virgin and martyr Saint Lucy give us new heart, we pray, O Lord so that we may celebrate her heavenly birthday in this present age, and so behold things eternal. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Some very comforting words from Jesus in today's Gospel, coming up in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. On the memorial of St. Lucy, Virgin and Martyr, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord issues a sincere invitation to the crowds. It's from the 11th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Some translations say, I am meek and humble of heart. And people sometimes get the wrong idea about meekness. But truly, meekness and humility are two virtues which go together. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. The 
The first reading from the prophet Isaiah in today's Mass, together with the responsorial psalm, invite us to contemplate the greatness of God as opposed to that weakness of our own which we know through the experience of our repeated falls into sin. And they tell us that the Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and that those who hope in him shall renew their strength They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. The Messiah brought a yoke and a burden to humankind, but this yoke is easy to bear because it liberates us. And the burden does not weigh us down because he himself carries the heaviest part. Our Lord never oppresses us with his instructions and commands. On the contrary, they make us freer and simplify our life. In the Gospel of today's Mass, Jesus says to us, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Our Lord proposes himself as a model of meekness and humility, virtues and dispositions of the heart which always go together. As Jesus talks to the people who follow him, harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd, he wins their trust through the meekness of his heart, always so welcoming and understanding. The Advent liturgy shows us Christ as gentle and lowly so that we can go to him in all simplicity and also so that we can prepare for Christmas by trying to imitate him. Only in this way will we be able to understand what is happening at Bethlehem. Only in this way will we be able to get those around us to come with us towards the baby who is God. Souls open wide to a heart that is gentle and lowly like Christ's. There in his most lovable heart the crowds used to find shelter and rest, and even now they still feel strongly attracted by him and find peace in him. Our Lord has told us to learn from him. The fruitfulness of all apostolate will always be very closely bound up with this virtue of meekness. If we look closely at Jesus, we will see how patient he is with the defects of his disciples and how unweariedly he repeats the same teaching over and over again, explaining it in detail so that his slow-minded and easily distracted friends can master his saving doctrine. He never loses patience with their obtuseness and failure to grasp his meaning. Truly, Jesus, who is our Master and Lord and at the same time is meek and humble of heart, acted patiently in attracting and inviting his disciples. The way to cure our bad temper, impatience, and failure to be warm and understanding is to imitate Jesus in his meekness. This calm and welcoming spirit will be born and develop in us in exact proportions to our efforts to remember the constant presence of God and to think more often about our Lord's life. How I wish your bearing and conversation were such that on seeing or hearing you people would say, This man reads the life of Jesus Christ. To contemplate Jesus will especially help us not to be arrogant and not to lose our tempers when things go wrong. We must not make the mistake of thinking that this bad temper of ours, which bursts out in very definite circumstances and times, depends on the character of the people around us. The peace of our spirit does not depend on the good nature and kindness of other people. 
Our neighbor's good nature and kindness are in no way subject to our control or opinion. That would be absurd. The tranquility of our heart depends on ourselves. The ability to avoid anger with all its ridiculous effects has to come from within ourselves and not be dependent on the nature of other people. The power to overcome the evil in our character must not depend on some perfection outside of us, but on our own virtue. Meekness is particularly necessary in circumstances where living with other people is very difficult. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. On this Memorial of St. Lucy, we join the whole church in prayer once again. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. O God, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? O God, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? I cry aloud to God. Cry aloud to God that he may hear me. In the day of my distress, I sought the Lord. My hands were raised at night without ceasing. My soul refused to be consoled. I remembered my God, and I groaned. I pondered and my spirit fainted. You withheld sleep from my eyes. I was troubled. I could not speak. I thought of the days of long ago, and I remembered the years long past. At night I mused within my heart. I pondered, and my spirit questioned. Will the Lord reject us forever? Will he show us his favor no more? Has his love vanished forever? Has his promise come to an end? Does God forget his mercy or in anger withhold his compassion? I said, this is what causes my grief that the way of the Most High has changed. I remember the deeds of the Lord. I remember your wonders of old. I muse on all your works and ponder your mighty deeds. Your ways, O God, are holy. What God is great as our God? You are the God who works wonders. You showed your power among the peoples. Your strong arm redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. The waters saw you, O God. The waters saw you and trembled. The depths were moved with terror. The clouds poured down rain. The skies sent forth their voice. Your arrows flashed to and fro. Your thunder rolled around the sky. Your flashes lighted up the world. The earth was moved and trembled when your way led through the sea, your path through the mighty waters, and no one saw your footprints. You guided your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning is, is now, 
and And will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you established your ancient covenant by signs and wonders, but more wondrously you confirmed the new one through the sacrifice of your Son. Guide your church through the pathways of life, that we may be led to the land of promise and celebrate your name with lasting praise. O O God, God, all your ways are holy. What What God can can compare compare with our God? My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in my God. I have swallowed up my enemies. I rejoice in my victory. There is no holy one like the Lord. There is no rock like our God. Speak boastfully no longer, nor let arrogance issue from your mouths. For an all-knowing God is the Lord, a God who judges deeds. The bows of the mighty are broken, while the tottering gird on strength. The well-fed hire themselves out for bread, while the hungry batten on spoil. The barren wife bears seven sons, while the mother of many languishes. The Lord puts to death and gives life. He casts down to the netherworld. He raises up again. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He humbles, he also exalts. He raises the needy from the dust. From the ash heap, he lifts up the poor to seat them with nobles and make a glorious throne their heritage. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and he has set the world upon them. He will guard the footsteps of his faithful ones, but the wicked shall perish. In the darkness, for not by strength does man prevail. The Lord's foes shall be shattered. The Most High in heaven thunders. The Lord judges the ends of the earth. Now may he give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was was in in the the beginning, beginning, is now. now. and And will will be be forever. forever. Amen. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. The Lord is King, let the earth rejoice. The Lord is King, let the earth rejoice. The Lord is King, let earth rejoice. Let all the coastlands be glad. Cloud and darkness are his raiment his throne, justice, and right. A fire prepares his path. It burns up his foes on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth trembles at the sight. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord of all the earth. The skies proclaim his justice. All people see his glory. Let those who serve idols be ashamed those who boast of their worthless gods. All you spirits 
worship him. Zion hears and is glad. The people of Judah rejoice because of your judgment, O Lord. For you indeed are the Lord, most high above all the earth, exalted far above all spirits. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the souls of his saints. He sets them free from the wicked. Light shines forth for the just and joy for the upright of heart. Rejoice, you just, in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you clothe the sky with light and the depths of the ocean with darkness. Among the sons of men you work wonders and rain terror upon the enemy. Look upon your servants. Do not try us by fire, but bring us rejoicing to the shelter of your home. The The Lord Lord is is King. King. Let Let the the earth earth rejoice. A reading from 2 Corinthians. Praised be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all consolation. He comforts us in all our afflictions and thus enables us to comfort those who are in trouble with the same consolation we have received from him. As we have shared much in the suffering of Christ, so through Christ do we share abundantly in his consolation. The word of the Lord. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing his praise. The The Lord Lord is is my strength. strength. And And I I shall shall sing sing his his praise. praise. The Lord is my Savior. And I shall sing his praise. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. The Lord is my strength. And I shall sing his praise. I am the Lord's poor servant. To him alone, the living God, I have offered all in sacrifice. I have nothing else to give. I offer him myself. Blessed be the Lord the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. 
Amen. Amen. I am the Lord's poor servant. To him alone, the living God, I have offered all in sacrifice. I have nothing else to give. I offer him myself. Our Savior's faithfulness is mirrored in the fidelity of his witnesses who shed their blood for the word of God. Let us praise him in remembrance of them. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your blood. Your martyrs freely embraced death in bearing witness to the faith. Give us the true freedom of the Spirit, O Lord. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your your blood. Your martyrs professed their faith by shedding their blood. Give us a faith, O Lord, that is constant and pure. You redeemed redeemed us us by your blood. Your martyrs followed in your footsteps by carrying the cross. Help us to endure courageously the misfortunes of life. You You redeemed redeemed us us by by your blood. Your martyrs washed their garments in the blood of the Lamb. Help us to avoid the weaknesses of the flesh and worldly allurements. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your blood. Let us make our prayers and praise complete by offering the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. May the glorious intercession of the Virgin and Martyr St. Lucy give us new heart, we pray, O Lord, so that we may celebrate her heavenly birthday in this present age, and so behold things eternal. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Hey, it's still Advent, and you can still check out the Merry Beggars presentation of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol for the second year in a row. This presentation lets you jump straight into the action of this classic. Find out more by going to adventwithscrooge.com. That's adventwithscrooge.com. Morning Air with John and Glenn is coming up in just a few minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. Go out and make it a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.